0: The Providence College Friars. Will the
1: party ever end
0: tonight, downtown Providence? The Big East and the rest of the college hoops world. (laughs) You know that the party will not end. This is the Providence Friar Podcast with your host, a PC grad standing in at four feet tall. He is the Providence Crier himself. Mike and Welcome everybody to another episode of the Providence Crier Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Surrett, The Providence Crier. Follow me on Twitter, that's at Providence Crier. Read our blog, theprovidencecrier.com. Join with me as always. We have BFC in the house. Follow him on Twitter, at BOC all day. Today is Thursday, November 16th, BOC, and we are Bahamas bound, baby.
1: Yes, we are. I um, It's uh, Wednesday night, and I just finished packing, and it took me all of – simple and like traditional guy manner. It took me like 10 minutes at most, so I'm sure I'm going to get there and forget about five different things, but eh, you <laughs> can always buy them there. As long as I have a bathing suit and uh, some fryer gear, I'll be good. Yeah. Um, dude, how great is it? We're going into the Bahamas undefeated. Um, there's no, there's nothing but positive momentum heading into this, which is different than a lot of holiday tournaments of recent.
0: That's for sure. Um, yep. The Friars get a massive victory on on Tuesday night over Wisconsin 72 59. Um, interesting game for me, BOC, The early 6 p.m. tip. Uh, you know, I, I try and get out of work as quick as I can, but I probably didn't leave till like 510. Normally it takes me like 45 minutes from where I'm at. And it took me like an hour fifteen. The traffic was horrible. Um, I get into the garage at the amp and I park in the back because there's no spots. I get out, I walk, I'm like near the steps of the amp, and I realize I don't have my cell phone. Great, turn around, grab it. Um you know, luckily, though, for me, somebody left in the, in the lot, so I ended up driving up closer, which, thank God. Uh, but I just get the end. I'm, like, out of breath, sweating. It's 30 to 15, Friars.
1: And uh, you, I know you're psychotic like me. There was not a big part of you, but a small part of you that said, I should just go back into my car.
0: I, I texted you that. I, I said, like, part of me thinks I should just sit, sit in the car I was listening to on the radio, and, like, I get in there, I'm like, oh my God, Like, if we blow this game, uh, I'm going to feel terrible. And uh, luckily they did not. It was tip-to-finish domination, BSC. Um, What were your overall thoughts on the game?
1: Um, My initial thoughts when watching the game, first couple minutes, there was a clear difference in athleticism between the two teams. Um, And I thought if we didn't have any defensive lapses, if we played – relatively turnover-free basketball, which we didn't. um, But if we played, like, our game, our B-level game, we would win with – I didn't want to say this, uh, you know, on social media, but I thought we would win after the first four minutes with relative ease. Like, I saw us pulling away. I'm not just saying that because we did. Like, I just felt that way. There was a clear athleticism advantage, especially off missed shots. We just got up and down on the court. And I think the thing – the biggest takeaway for me is – when we've heard all off season about shooting a ton of threes and we were concerned, or I was concerned that we would never be able to hit them at a high rate. We saw what happens when they do hit them at a consistent clip and they become a very, very, very difficult team to beat because not only are, do we have the athletes to run, not only do we have the scorers, we also have incredible defense. It's the third game in a row we've held a team to under 30 in the first half. Uh, they scored 21, if I recall, in the first half. Wisconsin and the the defense was incredible. Like it, so, when you can combine lethal shooting, lethal scoring with the defense that we put together the past three games, you start to think about this team at a different level. Um, I'm not ready to call this team special or anything yet because it's early, but I, I feel really good about this team, and I've 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 felt that way from the preseason, and they're validating a lot of my beliefs.
0: Yeah, so, um, yeah, you're right. Uh, Friars led 37 21 at the break. Um, you know, like I said, about the 72 59 win, Wisconsin shoots 34 percent from the floor, 25 percent from three in classic Wisconsin fashion to hit all their free throws. Um, you know, you were definitely more bullish on the Friars in this game, even though you're prediction may not have reflected it and i think you're trying to go for that middle ground between you and i again yeah um but uh but yeah man i i thought this would be a close game and listen i again i, I don't want to bring this up but you can't help but feel if Cooley's coaching this team this is a two possession game one way or another yep and you know, that's why I – like, this is such a breath of fresh air in, in terms of offense, in terms of tempo, um, in, in terms of how they play. And, you know what, they, they might have games where they don't shoot it well and lose. Uh, maybe they yep. get blown out. But, like, I honestly think I'd rather have this than every game, be a grind it out, you know, bounce the ball here, bounce the ball there, like – uh, slim margin of error, um, in terms of winning or losing, yep. So, man, that was awesome. And let's get into the players. Um, you know, Carter and Pierre were, were obviously uh, they get the brunt of uh, the glory in this one. They were awesome. Devin Carter, 21 points, eight rebounds, and an assist. Uh, he was three of five from three, just lighting it up. Um, Jaden Pierre who was only the, the third-leading scorer on the team, but he had 13, and he was just he, – he just got microwave hot early, and that really um, led the Friars to, to kind of be in command of this game the entire time. Um, wh- what'd you think of those two first, and then, and then I'll get to another guy I really want to talk about.
1: Well, I wrote in my article, the, the famous Al McGuire quote, the best thing about freshmen is they become sophomores, and Pierre has made the sophomore leap – um, I think it's also fair to ask, could we have seen this type of production last year? Cause if you remember last year, besides a few games where Bynum was like scorching hot, which he was at times, the narrative last year was who the hell is going to take the mantle for the starting point guard spot. And nobody Pierre wasn't given enough chances potentially. Um, so you're left wondering Were were the clamps on Pierre too much last year. Um, because he looks really aggressive, he looks really assertive, he looks like he sh- he could shoot the hell out of the ball, which um at a limited in a limited sample size, he could do that last year, but he this seems like it's something that could carry over. So Pierre's made the leap. Um everybody knows my thoughts on Carter. I think he's the most underappreciated player in America. I I think he should be a first team All Big Easter. It wouldn't surprise me. Well, yeah, was-
0: and, and you, you had that tweet. Um, I thought that was awesome tweet about Devin Carter. Um, to me, like, listen, the scoring was a little bit of a surprise last year, right? Like yep. I thought this guy would just be really good defensively. Yep. But like, I think even this year, like he's made growth in his game as just a really good all around player, man. Like defensively, offensively, shooting like all of it. Um he was damn impressive. Um now. Let me throw this out at you. Mm-hmm. I rewatched the tape when I got home. Yeah. And Josh O'Doro was fucking fantastic in this one.
1: Dude, like, like I said, you it's not an accident. Like you can't accidentally fall into t- being a two time first team, all a 10 player. The guy's got skill. And if his recruitment his transfer recruitment dragged out a bit longer, and he didn't commit to Kim English immediately. I think the hype on him would have been at, you know, really, really high. Um, but he committed immediately, so it's like there was no suspense. So sometimes those recruitments and those players, you don't expect a lot from them because there's no suspense.
0: Yeah, I mean, so so he was six of six from the floor. He only had three rebounds, but four assists, which was awesome, two blocks, like he was just making plays throughout the entire game. Um, I, I love that one play where uh, Kroll gave him like – a a little space for the throw range extended yeah. just pop the mid-range bang um he doesn't miss on the night he's six of six and like yeah. oh he is a revelation hey. loving him.
1: how lucky are we to have I, again it's early so like I want to tread carefully and I, I'm saying this more for myself because I don't want to get too hyped up on the season but how lucky are we to have Nate Watson at Croswell and now Josh Adoro and Odoro is such a different player than those two like I wrote in the article like Watson and Croswell were bodybuilders uh who happen to also play basketball Odoro is the exact opposite like he's a finesse get to his spot on the floor and he doesn't really wow you with anything but then you look up at the end of the day and he has 14 and six and just completely dominates you and you're wondering what the hell just happened um it's a completely different type of center than we're used to. Um, but I think he's going to cause a lot of fits because he's a very unorthodox type player.
0: Yeah. And l- let's not forget, I feel like we're we're forgetting a little bit about Bryce Hopkins uh in, in these kind of in these podcasts that we've been doing lately, just because they haven't needed him really to shoulder the scoring load too, too much. But he has sixteen. He's,
1: 16- he's also struggled up. I like I haven't been impressed with him at all this year. Yeah. Dude, that's what—that's why people listen to us. We call it as we see it. I, I really haven't been impressed with him.
0: Okay. I mean, he's listen. I, I, I think probably the shooting's down, right? Um, and I don't know. I, I'm not too worried about it. Are you? Are you worried about it?
1: No, I no, but I hope we don't do what we did last year and make Bynum the leader, the leader of this team, and like put the mantle, put the crown on his head when we have a really good team this year and we don't need to force-feed Hopkins. Like, if it's there for him, awesome. If not, we don't need to manufacture 15 shots for him just because Bryce Hopkins was preseason first-team All-Beast. That's fair. Yeah. That's
0: fair. Um, all right, so Fryer's now 3-0. Um, you know, Ken Palm, they're not there yet, but they're climbing Ken Palm. They, they went up eight. Wisconsin went down nine, I think. Um. But yeah, hopefully we don't have to deal with Kenny P too much this year. Well, <laughs> I, I kind
1: of went viral for my Ken Palm tweet today, and or was it le- no? It was last night. Um, no, it was this morning when I checked Ken Palm about how we're 12, still twelve spots behind Wisconsin.
0: Mm, yeah, that is tough. But hey, they, they were they were projected high, so uh, good win for the team. Um, could be a quad one when it's all said and done. That was kind of they, you gotta admit, they kinda had a poor night though. I, I think PC had a lot going for them. Um the crowd was really into it. Uh shout out to Man Cheater, by the way. He was on the Jumbotron and uh absolutely housed um a tall boy in a cup and smashed the cup over his face. Uh that was a legendary move. Um yours truly was also on the jumbotron. I heard,
1: yeah, I heard you wanted Jersey Mike's or something like that, right?
0: Yeah, there was these kids freaking out behind me and like their mom was like pointing the camera guy, and I was like, "Come on, like get them on!" And they they get them on. The kids are all dancing, and I, I give a little little swig of my tall boy, and they announced that they were the Jersey Mike's fan of the game. I thought it was me, so I just I raised my fist in the air in, in triumph. But it wasn't me. Thankfully, they they gave the Jersey Mike's gift card to the kids. I mean, it's about the kids at the end. It
1: is about the kids. It's always uh, about the kids.
0: <laughs> um. But, yeah, you know, I think that Wisconsin team will be better. They really had a rough shooting night. Um, you know, we gave them some open looks that that they probably otherwise would have hit. Um, but, hey, regardless, take nothing away from problems because they dominate um, for sure. All right. So, tomorrow we fly out to the Bahamas. Uh, well, when you're listening to this, we will be – In the midst of our travel.
1: You may may be listening while we're in the air.
0: Very possible. Um, I couldn't get a direct out of Boston, which is kind of a bummer. But, uh, you know, the the people were asking for a space and um, we're going to do it. So, you know, if you're listening to this on your drive in uh, to work on Thursday um, or whatever, I think when I get to – I'm going to get to Miami around like 4.30 – 4.45 445 and then my flight out is until like 6 30. So spaces, spaces from the airport.
1: There was um I'm trying to find. <laughs> there was one comment. <laughs> so you wrote plan was to record pre-Bahamar. Uh I'm gonna do my spaces and my connecting flight from Miami to Nassau. And one comment, I was I was in downtown Manhattan at work. And somebody this this guy Rich goes, we can make that work, Cryer. And I just That's lost so it when I read that. <laughs> I was dying. I don't know why. It was just so funny to me. Um, so I'm picturing you in with your connecting flight holding a spaces for fryer basketball. Like you just do the fryer fan base is the best.
0: It, it is awesome. And you know, shout out to to all the people that you know said hello yesterday. It was awesome. Uh at Trinity post game, uh, met a guy class class of '98. Nap wasn't wrong when he told us uh, the '98 guys listened to us. Uh, uh, lived in Maryland, flew up for the game. Uh, awesome to meet with him. And yeah, I, I mean, our, dude, our fan base is is really awesome, and they're getting stronger, which is the scary thing. Like the student section too. Like,
1: dude, the student section looked alive last night.
0: Yeah, and, like, and, dude, in they, years past, they... we, we get students, but it's it doesn't seem like your typical student section of, like, a Duke or, like, yeah. a Purdue or, like, something like that, you know? Um, but they're starting to become that, which is freaking awesome.
1: Did they plan a whiteout? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it looks it looked awesome on TV. Um, do we want to talk, like, a little – because we're not going to get a podcast before Kansas State. Do you want to talk a little bit about them and what we're expecting?
0: Yeah, I mean, let's just hit the tournament quick, like a quick tournament preview, I guess. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Friars will open up against Kansas State on Friday night, I believe, six p.m. Is that right? Uh,
1: it is six p.m. on CBS Sports Network. Correct.
0: Yep. So, uh, K State, two and one of the year. Um, they had their first game of the year. They played USC, and they got worked in that game, but I will say, you know, they gave up 82 points, but it seemed like their defense actually kept them in that game because yeah. they were just so putrid offensively. Um, and, you know, they got a win against Bellarmine. They they blow out South Dakota State, but without Arthur Kaluma, the Creighton transfer, um, you know, interesting year two for Jerome Tang, I, I, I think. Last year he blew it up, and you know maybe a conversation for another day. But could Kim English be this year's Drum Tang? I don't know. We'll see.
1: That's uh, a, that's an interesting parallel. Okay.
0: Hmm. Um, granted, you know we, we didn't get the diminutive uh, point guard transfer, but
1: Tang uh, seems to have Tang seems to be more Ed Cooley than English for what it's worth.
0: Really? Not yes. Tang. Interesting.
1: Um, I mean, just in terms of their personality and how they. Mm. They seem to yeah. know when the ca- they seem to know when the camera's on them.
0: Okay, fair enough. Uh, Dude, you see,
1: you see who started the past two games for K State?
0: Oh yeah, Big Willie. Yeah, Will McNair, uh, the man who, who took a trip to Spain on Providence College's dime and uh, left town. Um, he's kind of, you know, they're without a choice; like they have to play him a lot. And- he's,
1: aver- he's averaging in sixteen minutes, nine points. Five rebounds, so he's and yeah, nine points, five rebounds. So, um, he's going to be more of a threat than probably we all perceived. Um, but yeah, Kaluma, Kaluma being a maybe is huge, right? Yeah, that is their third leading scorer, or yeah, third leading scorer. Um, you know more about Perry than myself, but they seem to have two guys that are volume scores, and uh, Perry and Carter. Yep. Um. Where's Carter from? Oh, he was on their team last year. He was lasher. on their
0: team last year. Yeah. 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 He came off the bench role player. Um, okay. Yeah. I, you know, Will McNair could end up giving us problems in that game, but um, I think the key for the Friars will be to to keep Perry and Carter at bay. Because, um, you know, like in their last game, for example, they win 91 68. Perry goes for 22 on seven of nine. Uh, Carter goes for. 25 on 10 of 20. Um, and then if you go to that USC game, um, stark contrast, uh, hang on. Tyler Perry had 22, but five of 17. Carter had 15, but four of 16. The Luma had six on one of 11. So they were abysmal. And, you know, they, they only lose that game by 13. So, you know, they, they can give us some issues defensively too, I think. But um, you know, momentum is certainly running with the Friars right now.
1: What what's your what's your prediction? Uh, well, hold on. We'll do. What, what do you think the spread's going to be, and what's your prediction?
0: Um, I'm willing to bet the spread.
1: I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna be dogs.
0: We might be. Oh, because P. I mean, wh- where are they in Kenny P.
1: <laughs> well. Yeah, exactly. I, I hope they're above us because just keep fading fading him.
0: Let's see, let's see, let's see quickly. Forty forty-one. Yeah. Neutral so, side so it'll, game.
1: It'll probably it'll probably be, like, be Yeah, can Can't save can by can one, like one and a half.
0: Yeah. I I don't want to get too excited, but I'm thinking maybe a ten point win. <laughs> hey, vibes are high, BOC. Uh
1: a, I'm gonna say I'm gonna all right so I'll do Providence Providence with a four point win and and Castro has a for him a big game validating that Castro should be playing over McNair
0: okay okay I, li- I like it that I one like
1: could that one can that that could completely blow up in my face
0: <laughs> I know, I know it could but hey I, I like the boldness why not um. Yeah, no, I I can see him winning by ten. Like, you know, as Brian Windhorst said the other day, had me dying laughing. The vibes are immaculate, and he like did the finger thing again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> man, I, talk, you, talk about a guy I've done a one eighty on. Uh,
1: if you if you see us in Bahamas, whoever is listening and attending, we will accept a beer at any moment's notice. It could be eight in the morning. It could be one in the morning. It could be. 7 p.m. we will accept it no yes. questions asked
0: no questions asked indeed um and yeah i, I think the Friar's gonna travel for this one man i i mean we're going uh we're gonna be live
1: have you heard have you heard of anybody else that we know that's going besides like our crew that we know that's already with us
0: no but that's okay maybe,
1: maybe it'll be the class of uh what was it class of 98 you said yeah good
0: yeah uh, you know uh, yeah i mean there was definitely be like boosters and stuff uh you know, friends of the program.
1: Um, I would say I would say we're both of those now.
0: Yeah, we. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, yeah, so like, I don't know. I, I feel like we'll have a good crowd. You know, small gym will make an impact. I guarantee. it. I'm just worried about seeing courtside BOC and like my walker tripping Odor. This is like
1: the third time you've said that. I, <laughs> I know.
0: Well, it's a Larry David. Uh, it's a Kerb episode. Big Larry David guy. Um, yeah, I, I am concerned about that. But other than that, um, very excited to go to this thing. Um, all right, then you want to quickly just hit Miami and Georgia. I mean, we'll have content. Um, we're going to be recording some stuff um, when we're down there. But so, so we will have more for you. But uh, Georgia, Miami is the other game. That game's at 3, I believe. Um oh, 3.30, CBS Sports, if you want to do a little scouting. uh TBD for us, I think. I think we want to get there a little early, so maybe before the game ends, but, I mean, good chance I'm, I'm by the pool or the beach with a cocktail. Uh But um Miami's 3-0, 12 in the country. They, they look, I would say pretty much they look the part thus far. They... Kind of struggled with FIU in their last game, but won. It was surprising, eight. yeah. Um, they they beat the bag out of UCF by 16, and they really beat the bag out of NJIT. Um, BOC their lowest scoring output thus far is 86 points.
1: Dude, honestly, good thing we have a great defense. That's where like I'd rather have a great defense than a great offense because I think great defense is carried no matter what. Yeah. The, good, the good thing going for us is we might have a great offense too.
0: Yeah, I know it's it's unbelievable. <laughs> it? um, Georgia is off to a two and one start. Um, they, they lost. Have a couple,
1: to- they have a couple uh, former recruits that we were going after that I love. They have si- Silas Demary Jr. Ah, that was a
0: dude who
1: committed. That was a dude who committed to USC, and then they got a couple players. I think they. Got like Collier Brody. and Bronny James, yeah. and I think they showed him the door, and that's going to be a mistake because he's, like, your typical, like, three- or four-year player who's going to be an awesome upperclassman.
0: Yeah, in the opener, he had 23 minutes, 8 points, 5 rebounds, 2 assists. Um, who's the other one? Tichwa.
1: No, there was um there was a kid who was previously committed to Georgia Tech but then went there. He's a point guard, too. He's a freshman. Uh, I his name. If you say his name, I'll know exactly who Andrew it is. Jerome Rahim? No. Nah. That's that's. Thomason? No. Nah.
0: Uh, Melendez?
1: No, nah, hold on. I'll pull it up. It is.
0: Bill? Kane. Kane. Okay, Kane. Yeah. Yeah. He had 12 off the bench in the opener. Um, So, you know, I I think Georgia is on the up and up um, from years past. Um, But I still think they're kind of a year away, probably.
1: Abdur Um, Abdur Rahim is from South Orange, New Jersey. He should be playing for St. Hall.
0: Yikes. Um, Yeah, but Georgia probably has the bag, dude. Big old bag, Uh, but but listen, Mike White can coach too, so like they're definitely not a slouch. So don't get that wrong. But should be an awesome tournament. I'm just super excited, BOC.
1: It's gonna be a great time, dude. When I mean, when can we say we uh, get to go to the Caribbean's and go see our college team play some hoops?
0: Yeah, not very often. Um, And listen, man, I I'm looking forward to some nice weather. Although we are getting some bad weather the first night, I think.
1: We just got to make it. We just got to make it there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, as long as it's raining threes, uh, I can deal with a little rain. <laughs> Friar threes, of course. Of course. All right. Anything else, BLC? All
1: right, man. No, I'm good.
0: All right. Until next time, Friar Town, we'll see you in the Bobs.
1: See you guys.